It's here. I'm rolling into part three of the Leaky Boundaries series, where I share how to shift your mindset and tighten up your energetic boundaries so you can thrive. I've purposely left this juicy conversation for last because while it's certainly impactful, it can also be challenging to bring awareness around, especially because it can feel less data-driven than the boundaries you set around time or money, or so you might think. That's why in today's episode, I'm giving specific examples of energy leaks that have shown up for myself and my clients, plus how you can shift them to create a business that's aligned with what you want and how you want to create it. You'll walk away with the specific prompts you can use to identify your own energy leaks and decide whether to shift your mindset, your actions, or both so you can feel better in life and biz. That's because feeling good is a strong foundation for sustainable success. This is my favorite conversation of this three-part series, and you definitely don't want to miss it. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope you're having an incredible week. I had the most amazing run and I am back and so excited to connect with you and dive into part three of the Leaky Boundaries series. So, so far we have talked about leaky boundaries around time. We've talked about leaky boundaries around money and I bet you can guess the third one. Today we're talking about leaky boundaries around energy. So this is going to be such an amazing third part of this series. I'm so excited to wrap this up today with another really, really important aspect of setting boundaries that feel really good to you so that you can focus on what matters most to you and thrive in life and business. So today we're talking about leaky boundaries around energy and it probably comes as no surprise that I am going to remind you that the key to getting what you want is actually knowing what you want and when you're really clear on that it's going to help you to set better boundaries it's going to help you bring awareness around where you need to set those boundaries and actually just feel good about implementing them in your life and business and really so that you can get what you want overall so that you can feel really good and you can continue to grow your business and do that in a way that really supports your life as well. So where I want to dive in here is the reason I left this particular episode for last is because it can be one of the most difficult to identify. It feels a little vague or subjective, especially if you're not used to really paying attention to your energy and noticing where you may need to shift or what particularly drains you, what seems to light you up and making shifts and adjustments accordingly. 
So this is amazing and it's a great way to wrap up this series because you have so much valuable data at this point. You have identified so many important things in this process. You've really looked at the data when it comes to your time. You've looked at the data when it comes to your money and we're going to explore setting boundaries around your energy in a very similar way because I want you to think of this in a very similar way. So what I mean by that is so often when you're moving through your to-do list or you're moving through life and you're just checking things off and getting things done, or when things really aren't feeling good and you're feeling unmotivated and you're not sure why you're not doing the things on your to-do list, but it seems like everything feels heavy and like a drain, it can be really difficult to identify exactly why that is, right? Exactly what is causing that kind of energy leak and what you can do to shift it both practically and from an energy perspective. So what I want you to do here is do this exercise that I'm going to give you today. And I want you to spend about a week on it. I know it seems like a big commitment to walk it through that entire week, but it is going to give you so much valuable information, even if you don't make sure strategic shifts in your business at this moment or in your life at this moment, it's still going to give you so many opportunities for where to shift down the line so that you are really building your business in a way that's aligned to what you want and how you want to create it, right? So a really important aspect of that for more sustainable success is really identifying those tasks that you do enjoy doing. Now, these are the things that light you up. These are when you're in that kind of flow state, when you are in your zone of genius, when it just feels really, really good. That is what I want you to pay attention to. Now, likewise, I want you to pay attention to the tasks that you don't enjoy doing, the things that really you feel depleted after, you don't feel like they're in your zone of genius, you feel like you just aren't using your energy to the best of your abilities, I guess is what I would say there, right? They're just things that tend to take a lot out of you because you don't enjoy doing them, right? So I want you to make that list. You can literally fold a piece of paper in half and on one side of the piece of paper, you can write the do enjoy list. And on the other side, you can write the don't enjoy list, or it could be energetically fulfilling or energetically draining, whatever really feels good and aligned to you there. And what I want you to do is I want you to notice your energy. I want you to pay particular attention to your energy as you're moving through your week. And I want you to really notice the things that you enjoy doing and you don't enjoy doing. And I want you to write them down. So for instance, I love recording this podcast. It totally lights me up. I love connecting with you. I love being here. And it is just one of those things that I feel so sparkly after, right? And that is really amazing. So that would go on my do enjoy list, right? The podcast, I mean, it's the reason we have so many episodes of this podcast. It's the reason that I have over 200 episodes at this point is because it has been something that I have enjoyed doing from the start. So the reason that's important is because it allows you to get over the mindset hump of, but how many people are listening or will anyone ever listen to the podcast or you know, insert mindset stuff here that I had at the very start of this before I'd even recorded episode one, right? And that is so helpful because when you do things that 
you enjoy. And when you spend your energy on the things that you actually enjoy, that light you up, that you get excited about, that you love showing up for, then your business just feels better as a whole, right? That's not to say, I want to give a massive dose of permission here, right? That's not to say every single thing in your business needs to light you up. There are going to be tasks that maybe you don't necessarily enjoy, but you still know are necessary to run your business, for instance, right? So it's okay if not every single thing on the list lights you up. However, when you're going through your week and you're really taking note of that don't enjoy list, I want you to notice where could we potentially get support around these things, right? Even if it's not right now, even if it's not in this moment, I want you to start thinking in this way because spending more energy on the things you don't enjoy isn't necessarily the path to wanting to do more of them, right? And I think that there are definitely ways to bring joy in. There are definitely ways to make those don't enjoy tasks feel lighter, to bring more fun to them, right? That's a mindset exercise in itself. You know, I've done a ton of work around that in my business. However, for the purpose of really noticing those leaky boundaries around your energy, these things are important to know, right? It's important to know where in your business you're not necessarily enjoying things and where your opportunities are. Where are those opportunities to outsource things? Where are those opportunities for you to maybe change how you do them in general, right? So if you know, this is a good example. Okay, so in the beginning of my business, you know that content felt really difficult to me, right? My brain fought me every single step of the way. So part of the in the way in the beginning that I really leaned into enjoying content more was doing it on the weekend. I knew that if I didn't have a task that I had to do right after I wrote content, so for instance, a client call I had to show up for, a looming to-do list or anything like that, I knew if I had one thing that I needed to do without necessarily having something right after, I always felt less pressure, right? So writing content on the weekends felt really good and juicy to me. And when I did that from my comfy bed with my white puffy down comforter and my hot cup of coffee in the morning on the weekend, it just felt like this really enjoyable experience. So I was able to shift the energy around that task, which in change actually also made it easier for me to show up for that task, right? So I know that it's not the traditional way that we think about boundaries, but when you decide I am no longer energetically available to show up from for this task, from this energy, it's an energetic decision, right? Something shifts in that moment and you get to decide that you want to go about said task in a way that feels better. So it doesn't always have to be bringing in more support, bringing in more team. I know that's definitely part of it. And as your business grows, you may decide to do that. I know I definitely have as my business has grown. Heck, even in the beginning, I brought in support for certain marketing tasks and that was such a game changer for showing up consistently. However, I think that there are ways to set that energetic boundary where you're like, I am no longer available for feeling miserable. I am no longer available from doing this task in a way that doesn't feel good to me. However, I also know that showing up consistently and gaining visibility and really continuing to put out offers and talk about what I do and how I can help is important. So you may know how important doing that task is. You just get to decide what energy are you actually 
taking that from? What energy are you leaning into so that it can feel better? Because you know when you feel better, you get better results. I see it again and again and again with my work with clients, and I have seen it be the thing that helps them hit those five-figure months, right? Is that we really lean into what it is that feels good to them, right? I have certain clients who absolutely did not... (laughs) show up consistently in the beginning of their business. I mean, heck, I've been there too, right? This is not to throw shame at that at by any means, right? But I know so many clients who really struggled to show up consistently in the beginning, who really struggled to market, who really struggled with the right thing to say or the right way to run their business. And you know, I don't believe in one right way. And it was doing this work of being like, okay, we can no longer take action from this place. We're just not energetically available for this anymore. So what do we have to do to shift it? And sometimes that is a strategic shift, right? Sometimes that is deciding, you know what? I just don't like written content. I'm never going to like written content. Great. Can you get on video? Can you commit to something else? Where can you find your people in a way that you actually enjoy? Maybe you're no longer energetically available for a certain platform. That's cool too, but it doesn't mean that you stop showing up consistently or you stop marketing. It just means that you get to decide how you're going to take action from the energy of feeling good. And it's such an important and underrated aspect of those energetic boundaries, right? What are you no longer available for? And how can you decide that you're no longer available for not feeling good? I know that's kind of like double negatives there, but I think you get what I mean. So it's just so helpful to decide I want to feel good. Make that decision. Make that decision now. Look at that list and decide where you might need to shift your energy, where you might need to shift your action. And you know, I don't like to change things up all the time, right? So if you notice that this is a pattern for you, definitely pay attention to that because it may not be a energetic shift or even an action shift, but it might be a mindset shift, right? And again, if you think it's a mindset shift and you're like, oh, that sounds true for me, that's definitely something that I'm noticing for myself, definitely hop on one of those free Sincere Sales coaching calls that I offer and we can talk about it. We can really understand you know, what's going on in your business, get to the root of why things may not be feeling good, why things don't feel like they're working, kind of what's going on there and what's coming up for you. Because I would be willing to bet if you're not making the sales that you want, your mindset has everything to do with it, right? And sometimes it really does take that outside perspective. It takes someone looking at your business, your mindset, your perspective, what's happening from a strategic standpoint, you know, all of that really kind of getting that bird's eye view, if you will, to be able to help you see your blind spots, to help you see, oh, okay, this is actually the problem to solve for so that you have that awareness and that awareness is worth its weight in gold, right? Because you can't shift if you don't know what to shift. So those calls can be absolute game changers for identifying those blind spots when it comes to closing more sales so that you can get more consistent clients in your business at higher rates, right? So that is just an amazing offer. I love doing these calls, which is why I continue to offer them. They are so much fun and I love helping you have those breakthrough moments. So 
If you are thinking about it and you're like, oh, I keep hearing her talk about these calls and I kind of want one, but like, I'm kind of afraid of what's going to come up too. I want you to know I've totally been there and we really just can't solve it if we don't even know what we're solving for. So I really invite you to hop on that free sincere sales coaching call. We'll get to the root of your biggest mindset block around sales so that you can shift it and you can show up in a way that feels really freaking good and get more clients because of it. So I only offer a few of those each week and you can find that at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. Okay. So I remember reading The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And one of the premises that he talks about in that book is that so often people are energetically drained because they are doing things that are outside of their zone of genius. And this concept blew my mind because I think it's really useful to think about your business from this perspective. Again, so much permission here. Sometimes you got to do shit in your business you don't want to do. Doesn't mean it has to feel 10 out of 10, the most amazing 110% of the time. So there is so much permission in that. However, I really think this premise still has merit. It carries weight, right? Because I think that what happens is so often my clients will come to me and they think that their business has to be run in one particular way that there's almost this like I'm using air quotes here but this right way to run their business so it comes from this place of asking questions like well how do I do this what do I do here and it's not always the thing that's going to support you in getting the best results because you very quickly realize that it isn't always about the action, but it's sometimes about the energy behind the action. Well, most of the time it is about the energy behind the action. So the people who are out there who are showing up so often on social media, talking about what they do, really offering value, offering to support you, inviting you into their containers or their paid offers, those are the people who are so energetically embodied in what it is that they're selling. And when you're selling from that place, it works better. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, right? It just is the thing that converts because you are so clear that you are bought in on what you're selling. You fully believe in it. You have that belief to back it. You're not worried about whether you're saying the right thing or whether you're offering it in the right way or you're, you're just, it's, it's just not even like a mindset thing that comes up, I guess is what I'd say. It, really is that embodied place of like, I couldn't not share this, right? I like, I'm so embodied in this and I know it helped me so much, or I know it's going to help my clients so much that I can't help but tell people about it. And I think that that's where you're always going to see the best results when it comes to sales is in that energy. So when it comes to zone of genius, there was some, um, goodness, I spend way too much time on Instagram reels probably, but <laughs> I say that lightly, probably not as much as some people, but I think there was this audio that was going around for a while that was trending and it was essentially a quote to the extent of, it isn't that you're doing too much. The problem is that you aren't doing enough of the things that really light you up. Now I'm probably paraphrasing and I don't know that that was the exact quote, but I really, really believe in the concept there. 
Because I think so often when you're feeling unmotivated or like you know the things you should be doing, again, air quotes, but aren't doing them, it really comes from that internal place. And when you're able to shift the internal, the external also shifts, right? So when you shift the internal thoughts, beliefs, emotions that you're showing up in your life and business with, you're also going to see that reflected back to you in your external circumstances. So I know this is a lot of energetics today, and I didn't know that this was quite the direction we're going in, but this is such an important conversation to have. So we're going to roll with it. But I think that so often there is a mindset block around how you think you must show up in your business. And that is the thing that makes it so difficult to come from that energetically embodied place. So let me see if I can make this a little more grounded and practical for you so that you can understand exactly what I mean here. But if you were showing up in your business from a place of, I'm probably not doing this right. I'm probably not saying this right. No one's going to buy from me. I've talked about this offer 15 million times. I feel like I'm being annoying. I really don't know if this is even going to help someone. I'm actually kind of afraid to get a client, right? If those are the underlying beliefs. Now, these might not be like conscious things you're saying to yourself on the regular, but if those are the subconscious beliefs, which you know our subconscious is really running the show, whether we like it or not, those are the subconscious beliefs is that like, it's probably not going to work. It's probably not right. You're probably doing it wrong. Then that's the thing that's the energy drain. That's the leak right there. So that's where we want to tighten up that energetic boundary. And the way we do that is deciding we're just not freaking available anymore for that kind of energy leak. We're not available for the belief that it's not going to work. We're not available for the belief that you can't handle a client. Even if you did get one, you're not available for the belief that no one's going to pay you for this. Like that is the energetic boundary is deciding. You get to decide here, decide you are no longer available for those thoughts. And then you get to shift them. Then you get to shift the belief and beliefs are so important because these are the things that were programmed essentially in childhood. So it's not like you just happened upon these thoughts. Most of the time, they're rooted in some sort of childhood programming. So that's where you really get to dig deeper there. Like, why is it that you don't believe this will help someone? Or why is it that you don't believe that you can do this? Or why is it that you believe that no one will compensate you for this work, right? Like do some digging there. And of course, so much easier with support, but really look at those beliefs. And when you look at those beliefs and you decide you're not you're not energetically available for beliefs that make you feel like shit anymore. (laughs) You get to do the work. You do the mindset work to shift them so you can show up from that place of feeling good. Okay. So that is super, super helpful when it comes to really looking at the both the data and the energy behind the data, right? So again, just to recap, do the do enjoy, don't enjoy list and really look at those things. Identify what your zone of genius is. Those are the things that really fill you up and then leave you feeling fulfilled and lit up and amazing. And then look at the don't enjoy list and decide, decide, do I need to shift my belief here? Do I need to shift my action here? Do I need to shift my mindset here? Right. And sometimes it's a combination of like 
all of the things, right? So that you can really show up from a place of feeling good. And again, huge, huge disclaimer that this does not mean that you have to feel good all the time, right? But we do want to lean into feeling good more often than you don't, right? Or it might mean like, this has definitely happened to me. So I said that I, you know, love the podcast and I, it totally lights me up, right? That doesn't mean that I've never had an off podcast recording or I've never had a day where it felt kind of like my words weren't flowing or I was like, oh my gosh, the editor is going to have to like really work his magic here, right? It doesn't mean that you never have a bad day or you never have bad thoughts or anything like that. It's just overall, on the whole, if we look macro here, does it feel good more often than it doesn't, right? Or on the whole, is it something that usually lights you up more than it doesn't? And I think that's really the piece that's so helpful and so important here. So another place that I see so many people have leaky energetic boundaries is social media. And this will come as no surprise, and I am not hating on social media. I think social media is an amazing tool for growing your business and building relationships and making connections that help you to make that income and impact. So I think it's great, right? However, I also think that it's one of those places where we can really tighten up that energetic boundary. It's one of those places where you can really look to and say, am I using this in a way that fuels me and my business? Or is it really feeling draining? Is it feeling depleted? Am I spending time just like numbing and scrolling? What does that look like, right? What does that relationship with social media look like? And I have an amazing podcast episode on this that talks about whether social media is toxic. And I think like if you are into the social media conversation right now and you're feeling drained by it or just looking to shift your mindset around it, that's something I'll definitely link in the caption show notes of this episode so that you can just click on over and listen to that next because it truly is an amazing episode and it's going to help you so much. It's one of our like crowd favorites because people really just love the mindset shifts that I offer in that one. Okay, moving on though. (laughs) When it comes to social media... I really think that this is such an amazing opportunity for you to look at those boundaries, for you to decide, is this something that is feeling good? Is this something that I am actually enjoying? I love connecting with people on here. I love building relationships. It's feeling really good. And if it's not, we get to tighten the energetic boundary. Now, a lot of people think that that means, cool, well, I just won't be on social media anymore. That's not what I'm saying here, right? Because they'll jump to another platform and then they'll find the same thing happens all over again, right? We just changed the medium. So what I think is super helpful here is deciding almost like what the root of that is, right? Like what's the root of the energy drain around social media? Is it that you you feel like, like sometimes it's a belief. I've had clients tell me like, I just feel like everyone on there is trying to sell something or trying to pitch me something and it just doesn't feel good. And I just, you know, don't enjoy it for that reason. And then we really look at those underlying beliefs there. And we really look at, is that true? Like what's coming up there? How can we shift it? How can you show up in a way that does feel good? How can you become more comfortable like being okay with people pitching you and just being more comfortable saying no because sometimes that's the source of the discomfort right and so 
no matter what it is, I think it's really useful to look at like, what is the drain there? And sometimes the, again, the action might be the thing you need to shift and giving it a container can be an amazing way to do that. So if you find yourself just scrolling and you're like not even realizing you're picking up your phone to do that, then giving social media a container can be super helpful because then you're actually using your time on social media in a way that helps to nurture your audience, build those relationships that are going to turn potential clients into paying clients. So this can be so helpful because I think the tendency is like when, and I've definitely been here too, but like when you're picking up your phone just to mindlessly scroll through things, you're definitely not thinking of it through the lens of like, this is a potential client. This is a relationship I'd like to build. Oh, I should haven't talked to this person in a while. I should go and check and see what they're doing. Like I want to cheer these people in my community on, right? That's not really the lens that we're coming to that scroll with usually. So it's really an amazing opportunity to say, okay, if I gave it a container, if I know from like four to 4.30 every day is my social media time, will I use my time in a way that better serves me and my business? And my guess would be you probably will. So I think that that is just an amazing thing to play with. Again, it's another amazing way you can tighten up that energetic boundary so that you can feel really good because it probably doesn't feel good to feel like you're always on social media either. And we can totally build a story around that too. So by really giving it a container, by being really mindful about how you're showing up in that space, what your goals are, you're going to find that you're able to stick with your social media strategy more consistently and see bigger results because of it as well. The other thing I'll say here is I have clients who flat out delete the app on the weekends, right? They're just not on it on the weekends. So that's something you can play with too. Like if it just doesn't feel good to even have that option, sometimes the most amazing mindset work you can do is just to remove the option, right? So I think that that can be super helpful too. Okay, let's talk about another way that these kind of energetic boundaries need to be tightened up or can be tightened up. I shouldn't say need. So I think that this is something that comes up a lot when it comes to distractions, right? And I think that this is a place you can definitely look to for those kind of like energetic leaks because what I find to be true is like when you're getting distracted, sometimes the task itself, like the task at hand may not necessarily take a long time, but it's the distraction that makes it feel like it took a very long time. So for example, if you sit down to write an email and you're like sending that follow-up email to a client, you're feeling really in flow and good about it, and then you get distracted right? Your phone dings, your mom calls, I don't know, whatever, right? You get distracted. You find yourself being pulled, even if you don't answer that call, even if you're not really like responding to text messages in the moment, your mind has already gone somewhere else, right? Your mind has already like... (laughs) basically hit pause on what you were doing and has been interrupted to do something else instead. And while from a time standpoint, it may have only been like a 30 second pause or something to that effect, from an energy standpoint, you were just in the zone. You were just feeling really good there and letting it flow and doing your thing. And now you've been distracted, right? So your mind's gone somewhere else. And now you got to get back to that place. You have to remember what you're doing. So you're probably rereading that email, seeing where you were, trying to remember what you were trying to say, right? So I'm pretty sure you're tracking with me here and that you can see how your energy is totally draining in that moment. And 
it can be, it can just make it feel like it's taking so much more time than it is because it's taking so much more energy from you. So looking at those distractions, and I know this isn't always possible. So if that is not possible for you, um, by way of having family at home or kiddos who need something or whatever it is, um, so much grace and permission when it comes to that. But I did want to mention it because I would be doing you a huge disservice if I didn't at least bring this up. So if there's any way you can minimize your distractions, turn off your notifications, utilize your do not disturb on your phone, have a dedicated time to check email, know that you're doing certain tasks during certain hours. Again, that container can be so helpful. That is just an amazing way to really tighten up those leaky boundaries so that you can feel better. And you can know that the time you're spending in your business is really dedicated toward your business and not feel that like energy drain of constantly being pulled away. Another place where you can totally look to to see if you can tighten up those energetic boundaries is communication and turnaround time expectations with clients and team. So here's why I think this is amazing, because you know that I really believe that clients can't respect your boundaries if they don't know what they are. And that is just such an amazing thing to remember, because most of the time they don't know what they are because you haven't decided what they are. I've totally been here, right? So it really does help for you to be clear. What is your turnaround time when it comes to communication? What can your clients expect for you, from you? What can your team expect from you? That is so helpful. Like all my clients know that I typically answer base camp messages between in like 24 hours and that I take weekends off, right? So that is something that I tell them in our onboarding call so that they're not like writing me on a Saturday and wondering like, why haven't I heard back from Amanda, right? And that may feel obvious. You might be like, oh, of course I don't work on weekends, but some people do, right? And some people, you know, flex their time and it looks different in their business. And that's why they have this business is so that they have that freedom. So I think even if it feels obvious to you, it may not feel obvious to your clients or to your team. So simply by letting them know what your boundaries are around that, it can feel so helpful because it's alleviating that kind of energy drain of feeling guilty for not responding, right? This is something I hear from clients all the time is like, oh, but I feel really guilty if I don't respond right away. And I think that this is such an amazing thing to look at. Like that's such good information to have because then you can decide what you want that expectation to be. So just by setting that expectation there, you're actually helping, you're setting an energetic boundary, but you're helping your clients to really understand what they can expect as well, which of course is going to lead to a better relationship too. So we think that this is another amazing way to really set that energetic boundary so that you can feel really good about your response times. And the other thing I'll say here is sometimes I'll have clients who you know, they'll have a past client get back to them. And they'll be like, hey, can you make a change to this you know, project we did three years ago? What would that look like kind of thing? And they feel that need to like immediately respond, even though they don't necessarily know yet. They have to like look at the file again, remember what the project was, think about how much it would cost to shift that, right? Like there are definitely things that go into that. 
And what I offer is you can always buy yourself more time. And that can be an energetic boundary in itself. So you can say, hey, got this. Need to take a moment to pull up the file and look at how much time and energy I think that'll take me. I'll get back to you with a quote in three days kind of thing. And in that way, you're not leaving them hanging until you have the time or space to go and check that out. But they are really clear on what the expectation is there. You feel really good about it. And it helps you to feel like you're able to like close that loop in a way until you're able to dive into it further. So I think that that can be another amazing way to really communicate with clients and just buy yourself more time. Another place this shows up for my clients is in not necessarily having a container for the business. So what I mean by that is, I think that working for yourself is amazing. I think having a business gives us so much freedom and so much flexibility. However, with that, I know that there can also be a tendency to work all the time, right? (laughs) I think that this is something that definitely used to show up for me and it shows up for a lot of my clients in that sometimes when there isn't a container, you don't have to leave to work on your business necessarily. The tendency there can be to think, okay, well, I can just do that later. I can just work on my business at any time. And Well, you can for sure. I think that sometimes this can be a bit of an energetic drain if you haven't really decided what that looks like and it can make it feel like you're just working all the time. So a few things that I suggest to clients when it comes to really creating that energetic boundary and taking practical actions to shift it. One is giving yourself an end of day ritual. So something to signify the close of the day, the close of the work day and create that kind of like mind body connection to really stop thinking about the business or to stop working in the business. And we'll talk about how those are sometimes two different things, but anything you can really do to reinforce, hey, I'm done working. Give yourself that gift of really signifying the end of the day so that you can feel your like that permission, right? That permission that you're done working. When you, I mean, I'm assuming a lot of you have worked in tr- like traditional office environments in the past. And I'm sure you know that when you left work, you were done working for the day. There was that energetic boundary of no longer being at work. I was never someone to put email on my phone. So that always felt like a really good energetic boundary for me. Um, I just like didn't feel compelled to work outside of work hours, right? And I think that's so much easier to establish in a nine to five, but it's something that we often forget when it comes to our own business. So that's not to say you have to have a traditional nine to five in your business either, but I think that if you know that you work between certain hours or you are really finding yourself needing more of a boundary there, having that kind of end of day ritual to signify that can be super helpful. The other thing that I would say is sometimes it's not so much that you are working in your business all the time, but it can be that shift of feeling like you're thinking about your business all the time. And this is something that definitely comes up for so many of the clients that I work with because they really feel like they get their best ideas outside of the business or outside of work hours, right? When they're not sitting at the computer 
is when the ideas tend to flow. However, sometimes that can go into overdrive. And sometimes you can find yourself constantly thinking about the business. And that way of constantly thinking about the business can actually be a really big energy drain if you're not keeping an eye on it. So I think that it's amazing to have like almost like containers that you know that you brainstorm within, right? So sometimes I get really great ideas in the shower, right? So I would never be like, oh my gosh, I can't think about my business in the shower anymore. It sounds kind of weird when you say it out loud, <laughs> but I would never say that. I would never like put that limit on myself. However, I think that it can be really helpful to obviously not thinking about the business all the time. And I don't want to get into that habit. So I think that having a hobby or something that keeps your mind occupied that has nothing to do with business can be super useful. So I think that, you know, whatever that looks like for you, whether I know some people really like baking for that reason, because they have to like think about it. I was rock climbing with Brian in the winter because that was a really great brain break for me. It was that like, almost like I had to think about my next move and I was like (laughs) I have a fear of heights so I it's something I've been working on and working through but rock climbing was really amazing for me because my brain had to think about the next step it had to think about the next move I couldn't be like thinking about the business while I was like worried that I would fall and granted of course we're harnessed in but it just it gave me that really great like strategy of like which hold for the next step. we're climbing a climbing gym that might be confusing so they're not actual rocks they're kind of like hand hold things. There's probably a technical climbing term, but I don't know it. So I would have to think about, okay, like which hold next? And am I moving my arms or am I moving my legs? And communicating to Brian who was belaying me exactly like if I was falling or like whether to take the rope up or whatever, right? So that was really great for me because it gave me a very like concentrated space where I had to think about something other than business. And I think that was really, really good because that helped me to be really in the business when I was in it and not have to feel like I was constantly thinking about it when I wasn't, right? That's really all we're going for here. Another thing that comes up for me here is permission. Permission can be a great way to really relieve the energy drain. So if something feels heavy, it may just be that you haven't given yourself permission around it. So let me explain what I mean by that. I have a client who really likes doing carousel posts on Instagram. That's one of her key ways that she markets her business. They get a ton of traction. She really, really likes them. However, we had a call where she mentioned every time she posted it, she was thinking about how it should have been a real instead how the carousel posts aren't doing as well now that they used to do and it should be a real and she should be doing these other things and what I offered there was that the energy drain around this was really just that she had not given herself permission yet to show up in a way that felt good it is okay for you to post carousel posts, even if you know that reels get more traction. Like the thing that's going to help you to show up more consistently and stay more consistently visible and enjoy the work you're doing in your business so that you don't just want to burn it down one day, right? The thing that helps with all of that is you showing up in a way that feels good and works for you because that is the thing that's going to get you better long-term results. So 
where can you give yourself more permission here? Where can you give yourself permission to do what feels good because it feels good, not because the algorithm says something else works better? You know, like I think, of course, we want to take that into consideration, but it's also not a requirement, right? It's not like you absolutely have to and that nothing else works anymore, you know? That's just not true. So that's another thing I'd offer is that permission piece. Like, where can you give yourself permission to show up in a way that feels good? Because that's going to help that energy overall as well. And you can just, again, that decision piece is huge here. Just decide you're no longer energetically available to feel bad that something else would have worked better for the algorithm. Like decide that your posts are reaching the people they're meant to reach. Decide that you're showing up in a way that feels good. And that is always going to be the thing that gets you better results. Speaking of deciding, let's talk about decision fatigue because this is another place where I think we can have those leaky energetic boundaries because you're just trying to juggle so many different decisions. So what I would offer here is what decisions can you standardize? And this can be in life. This can be in business. Both count. Both matter. You have one brain, right? So anywhere you can standardize those decisions to make it one less decision you have to make each day or each week is going to help overall because you have a limited capacity for making decisions each day. And you want to be sure you're spending that energy on things that actually matter to you. So for example, we have meal planned um, from very early on in my business. And it was always one of those things that really, really supported me in building my business because I didn't have to have that extra energy drain of like, what's going to be for lunch today? Or how long is it going to take for me to make lunch today? And will I be able to show up on time for that call? Right? Like I just didn't have that as an added element in my day. So deciding that meal plan ahead of time and batch cooking at the beginning of the week really, really did support me in that. And now we don't even batch cook as much as just kind of meal plan, right? So we'll decide on like one protein for dinners for the week. And I know some people are probably cringing at that and being like, oh my gosh, I could not eat the same thing for dinner every night. So again, totally like find what works for you here and lean into that. But I know for us, like we just don't mind eating chicken for a week, right? Like it's not going to be a problem. So we'll just make a bunch of like one protein at the beginning of the week. And then we'll do different and creative things with it, right? But I'll also decide those for dinner at the beginning of the week. So for the most part, if it's chicken, for example, I'll know we're having quesadillas one night and I know that we'll be having like salads another night and I know that we'll be having like chicken pasta thing, right? So I know that I have the like the basis for a meal done. I just get to wrap whatever it is that we're doing to like jazz it up each week around that. So that's what makes that decision so much easier because I'm not like, oh my gosh, like what protein are we having tonight? And what are we going to have for sides? And what are we going to like, it just take, it eliminates a decision, right? It makes my life feel so much easier. And that's something we've done for a while. And it just, it just makes it so I cannot communicate to you how much it has really helped my energy overall. And that's just something that you know, we tested and tweaked and tried what felt good there so that we could really know like what would best support us in moving through the work week. Um, but again, that's on the life side. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the life side either, but anywhere where you can answer questions that feel like they have been unanswered, right? So 
even if it's deciding which day of the week you're writing content, right? That can be super helpful because then you're not constantly redeciding every day if you're going to do that task. So this can be in life, this can be in business, whatever is going to make your life easier to eliminate that decision fatigue. I highly, highly suggest standardizing decisions. But the other thing I recommend here is just making faster decisions. I think so much energy is drained by pushing things off or avoiding things that we don't necessarily want to make a decision around. So what I mean by that is you may have gotten a guest request or something like that for a live series someone was doing. I'm just making things up here, but you may have gotten a guest request and you might be in the middle of a really, really busy season in life and business. And your brain might go, I would love to do this thing. (laughs) However, I know that I do not have the energy or the capacity to show up for this thing in the way that I would like to at this time. And what can happen is because of that, your brain might just be resistant to making that decision because you really want to do the thing and you feel bad saying no, right? And I think that that's where so many loops are left open. And what I would offer here is you can just close the loop, right? You can make that faster decision by answering the email, by saying, I would absolutely love to do this. This sounds amazing. However, my current capacity really doesn't allow. Is there any way I could join at a later date? Or is there any way that we could, you could reach out again in a few months or whatever it is, right? If you can make that decision faster by closing the loop, it's going to feel like less of an energy drain where you're like, oh my gosh, I have to answer that email. I have to answer that email. I haven't done that yet. I feel bad saying no. Like you'd be amazed how long us humans can push those off for. And then those unanswered things actually just become another source of energy draining. So that is what I would recommend is can you decide, can you make faster decisions knowing that you can always change your mind on the next one, right? Maybe another amazing like offer to join for someone else's live series will come through or something like that at a later date. And you can always say yes to that one at that time. However, you're not saying no, never (laughs) in this one decision. You're just making the best decision for you at this time. And then you can always change your mind down the line. So that is what I would offer there because I think a lot of times we're afraid like, oh my gosh, this opportunity will never come up again. And that can be a way that we don't really honor our energy either. So that's why I wanted to bring that up there. Okay. The other thing I want to talk about here is being clear on the task you're working on now rather than bouncing between things. I think this sort of ties back to the distraction thing that we were talking about earlier, but through a slightly different lens. So I think we should still touch on it. So I think that this can be an amazing way to really work on one thing at a time. One task at hand is just knowing what you're working on, knowing what you're setting out to do in any particular moment, rather than checking your inbox and going into it with one specific goal and then getting distracted by like 15 other things that are in there and you don't even remember what it is that you're working on, right? That can be a huge energy drain. So when you are building up this trust muscle or even 
even just this muscle of knowing what you're working on, right? Like this focus muscle, I guess is what I'll say there. Um, I really want you to practice. And one of the amazing ways that you can do this that I recommend to clients all the time is by writing down what you're working on on a post-it note. And I know it sounds so obvious and I know it sounds like, oh, I shouldn't have to do that. And it's a waste of paper, but it can be a total game changer. So pick one thing and then write it down on a post-it note. So if you know that you are planning your content calendar, write that on a post-it note and then plan your content calendar and then cross it off after. Like giving yourself that one dedicated task to work on can really help to eliminate that distraction of bouncing between things. I know that time tracking can also help with this, right? Because you're like, oh my gosh, I have to track where my time is going. So hitting the timer again would be annoying to start on a different thing, right? So that can be another amazing way to really kind of curb this tendency to work on multiple things at a time and really help you to eliminate that kind of energetic drain of bouncing between things too. So this is getting to be a very long episode. I definitely did not intend for this to be quite this long, but I have a lot to say here. So the other way that I want to talk about really conserving your energy or really working in a way that works best for you is knowing how you work best. This is a mindset thing that I offer to my clients as well, which is like, are you really clear on how you work best? And you can journal on this. You can literally prompt yourself by saying, I work best when. And it's so incredible to notice what comes up when you prompt yourself with that. Because all of a sudden you're like, well, I work best when I've had a good night's sleep or I've worked best in the afternoon between the hours of like three and six or I work best when I don't feel a lot of pressure to get like a million things done in a, a day, right? Like you're going to find that you really do know the answers almost intuitively. But what a lot of people do is they know how they work best and then they get so swept up in like not doing that or not consciously creating that environment for themselves. So I want you to give yourself a massive dose of permission around that and actually give yourself permission to work in the way that you work best because that can help you to really conserve your energy too. So another thing I want to talk about here is sometimes you need to shift your expectations as well. There are days when I just have to choose differently, quite honestly. It would be amazing to think that I could go for a five mile run and come back and shower and hop on 20 client calls. And then I never have 20 client calls in a day, but for example, hop on all these client calls and then also make an amazing home cooked meal and then also write like a month's worth of content in a day. Like this is a rather extreme example for <laughs> illustrative purposes here. However, I really do think sometimes we just expect far, far too much from ourselves and the bar is really high. So what you can do here is just shift your expectations. Shift your expectations where you can do all of the things that you want to do, but you may not be able to do them all on the same day or it may have to look different in different seasons of life and business and that is okay. There may be a week where you're eating like freezer meals or you know, pre-made meals from the grocery store because you just don't have the capacity to make a home-cooked meal every night and that's okay, right? Like you get to decide what's going to best support you and your business in this season so that you can really live out 
your life and business the way that you want to, right? The way that feels good to you. Again, this is where that sustainable success comes in. This is how you stay in it and continue showing up in your business is by making these shifts, doing things in a way that really do support you in your business so that you can continue to show up. So there are days where I lift weights instead of run because I know I'm going to be super sweaty after a run and I don't want to have to shower after, or I know I'm going to be super drained after a run and I don't have the capacity to be that tired after, right? Like, so sometimes I'm literally making a different choice because I know what works best for my energy. So that's what I would offer to you here. Do you have to repurpose content because it's an especially busy week and there was a lot of life stuff that kicked up, right? Like this is how you make your business work for you is by making these kind of energetic shifts when you need to, because it's going to help you to continue to show up in your business long-term for bigger results. So it's really overall this shift of my energy is the most important thing and taking care of me is taking care of the business. So when you think about it through that lens, when you're like, how can I take care of my energy through this? How can I set energetic boundaries here? How can I really honor that, it's going to be easier for you to make decisions that really do serve you. So that's the shift that I will leave you with here is how can you view your energy as so, 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 so valuable so that you can make decisions in your business that really do serve you, serve your business for bigger results overall. So setting better energetic boundaries so you can thrive is where it's at. It's really just so, so important. I cannot stress that enough. And I'm so excited for you to start applying the mindset shifts that we talked about today. I'm so excited for you to start paying more attention to your energy so you can bring awareness around that and you can really set boundaries that serve you and your business so well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had so much fun creating this series for you. If you enjoyed it, I would absolutely love if you would share share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it out on Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at Amanda Joyce Weber and I will re-share that as well. And I just had so much fun. I hope that this was so, so helpful. I hope that you are really looking at the ways you can tighten up those boundaries in life and business so you can thrive and making the shifts that are going to help you to get bigger business results and create more sustainable success. All right, have an amazing week and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, We'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift.
and actually give yourself to work your words 